đời sông núi anh em ta đáp đời sông núi quyết bảo vệ sang sang ta thể chết cho quê hương at host my radio it's on on every monday and every friday and host my radio welcome to the show thank you and welcome and welcome back to this week episode of team cat home my radio today happy friday hope you guys are having a great day and hope you guys are staying absolutely safe um as you may know um in a couple weeks we will be doing uh state states coming up so hope you guys are signing up for it i don't know if it's too late right now hopefully you guys can sign up for that it's richland sga and all sga from region from all regions hope you guys are joining in that as well and also elections coming up so hope you guys can <clears throat> you know join in and you know vote for sga and make sure to join every monday and friday for our radio podcast let's get into it so you and calls we talked about albert hole last uh, i think monday or so UN calls for release of human of Hong Kong rights activist Albert Ho. The United Nations on Tuesday, first time, urged the Hong Kong stories to release Albert Ho, one of the city's best known rights activists, saying his health was in critical conditions. Ho, 71 years old, formerly led the now disbanded Hong Kong Alliance, as a, Hong Kong Alliance which organized an annual candlelight vigil for burning three decades to mourn the victims of China's bloody crackdown at Tiananmen Square in 1989. He was arrested by Hong Kong's National Security Police over alleged witness tampering, a police source told AFP. The lawyer is already facing up to a de- decade in jail over incitement to subversion charge under the National Security Law, which Beijing, <coughs> Beijing imposed on Hong Kong in 2020 after widespread and, widespread and sometimes violent pro-democracy protests. We are following ongoing cases under National Security Law, with great concern, the UN Human Rights Office said in a tweet. A week ago, Albert Ho was returned to custody under this law, despite his critical health conditions. We urge authorities to release Ho to continue his urgent medical care. The trial in Ho's subversion case is pending. He was granted bail in August after spending almost a year in prison. His bail conditions, including a gag order, on any speech deemed a threat to national security. Ho's arrest was the latest in a series of high-profile detentions under the national security law. I don't know how um, you're living in this condition. I don't know how we're dealing with all of this. I know some people say, well, you should flood then. Not necessary. Not everyone wants to flood. They want to stay and fight because they know they're a fighter. I'm not saying everyone else is not. But they want to stay on and see how can they continue on the fight. 14 Hong Kong teachers convicted of criminal offenses disqualified in 2020, nearly triple that of the previous year. The number of Hong Kong's teachers convicted of criminal offenses disqualified by the Education Bureau has close to tripled in the past year. According to figures submitted to the Legislative Council, LegCo, on Wednesday, 14 teachers were deregistered last year. After being convicted compared to 5 in 2021 and 3 in 2020, disqualification came after a series of offenses such as sex-related crime, fraud, 
criminal damage, and misconduct in public office, according to the Education Department Bureau. As for those involving less serious offenses, such as teaching in an unregistered tutorial school, the Bureau issued uh, reprimand letters, written warnings, written advice, or verbal reminders, or or record the case, depending on its severity. Last year, the Education Department Bureau issued 12 written warnings and four verbal reminders to teachers with a criminal conviction. Teachers stripped off of their license are barred from teaching, including at tutorial schools, and are not permitted on any school premises. When applying for registration, educators are asked to declare if they have been convicted of a criminal offense in Hong Kong or elsewhere, including spent convictions. For us, it's very common, so it's not really, it's not really a you know concern for some people. You know, they're, they're charged with murder, rape, robbery, any of that. Those things can actually, it's not going to be a sponge in any way. They look at your records anyway. Those are common, but concern political wise, it's not going to work. Previously, there were cases of teachers being disqualified over complaints linked to the 2019 extradition bill protest. Cases include a teacher founded to have a continuously use a large amount of one-sided and biased teaching materials, and a primary school teacher who gave pupils and factuality incorrect accounts of the Sino-British Opium War. The Education Department Bureau has since introduced new guidelines requiring teachers to have a quote-unquote correct understanding of the Beijing National Security Law and the Basic Law. The city's meaning constitution. How long we? I never have problems. Here's the thing: I have teachers that never have. I have never had problem with talking about anything wrong, anything wrong, anything. It's them. They teach something that's based on their curriculum, right? According to a separate document submitted to the Legislative Panel on Education for a meeting last Friday, 21 teachers, more than what what we had, were disqualified in total in 20. Were disqualified in total in two. 2022. Apart from being convicted of criminal offenses, disqualification arose from instances of teachers going beyond teacher-student relations, according to the Education Department Bureau document. The Bureau was also looking to straighten the notification mechanism between the Education Department Bureau and the police. When a teacher is arrested by the police, the Education Department Bureau will be notified immediately so that appropriate and timely follow-up actions could be taken, the document reads. I don't understand because, because I do get why it happens. They, I do get why they're doing this because of the, you know, there's, there, there are crimes. Yes, we can't joke ourselves, guys. I mean, we can't joke ourselves because we knew it's gonna. We knew we seen this already. We knew about it, so we're not surprised by that. But when it comes to political wise, matching people like Ip Kim Yun, you know, from the former, the former member of the uh, teachers union, right? Imagine that happens for him. Would I create any different? I don't think so. So, we're going to continue on to Hong Kong 47 Democrat. Benny Tai intended to politicize district level work, Democrat tells court and national security trial. Former law professor Benny Tai has intended to politicize the work of Hong Kong's t- district councils and promote his ideology of maneuvering the constitution to resist the government. A court a local court was heard in a landmark national security case involving 47 pro-democracy figures. New accusation against the legal scholar, who was the leader of the 2014 Occupy Central movement, emerged on Wednesday. It was the first day of ex-judicial counselor Andrew Chiu t- 
testimony as a witness for the prosecution in the case surrounding an alleged conspiracy to commit subversion in the connection with an unofficial legislative primary election held in 2020. Two was the convener of the defunct political group Power for Democracy, which was said said to have executed the primaries by help coordinating participating candidates, recruiting volunteers, and politicizing the polls amongst other roles. Chu, whose left ear was bitten off by a man during the, pro- during the protest with a confrontation in November 2019, wore a prosthetic ear in court on, on Wednesday, which was visible as he was led into the courtroom by three correction officers via a special hallway. A 37-year-old who, who has pled guilty to this subversion charge told the panel of three designated judges that he met, uh, met Ty through work in 2020 and remained in touch with him over the years. He said following the 79-day-long civil disobedience movement in 2014, which ended in the police clearance, Ty, who was then an associate law professor at the, at the University of Hong Kong, became the leader of the group of a more progressive people. He would often bring up new ideas, Chu said. It's not an idea, which is not a bad idea because anybody can bring up new ideas, right? According to the ex-politician, Tyler proposed a plan to find candidates within the pro-democracy camp to vie for seats in the 18th District Council with an aim of seizing majority, which he did in 2019, control of the local bodies and ultimately bagging spots on a committee which would elect the city's chief executive prior to electoral overhaul. Ty's proposal included intended to make use of government funds provided to support communities' activities to back the promotion of democratic movements, she testified. He described such a plan of Ty's intention to politicize district work, district level work. <laughs> so besides promoting it, Benny Ty politicized the district council elections at the time, which were about local affairs through his promotion, she said in court. He went on to say that after the pro-democracy camp won a landslide victory in the 2019 district council election, amidst public anger fueled by the sense acts execution bill, the cultural atmosphere and the local, local council changed. Some political no- novice or, new, or newly elected councillors from the localist camp, they prefer sloganeering, she said. Together with more labeling in the council, and making it more populous, the situation slowly extended to the Legislative Council election. He added that the localists and newly emerged politicians became more more um, ambiguous because they were uh, riding on discontent over the extradition bill. At the center of the alleged conspiracy was the unofficial primary election that saw more than 600,000 Hong Kongers not make this up. 600,000 Hong Kongers casting their ballots on July 11th and July 12th in 2020. The polls aimed to maximize the opposition camp's chances, uh, chances of winning majority control of the legislature at the upcoming Legislative Council election, which was later postponed due to, COVID, due to quote-unquote COVID, like they always said. Chu agreed with the High Court Judge Andrew Chen who asked him if Ty was trying to copy the success of the 2019 district polls in the legislative election. The plan of seeking more than half of the legislative seats materialized amidst public aspirations that opposition lawmakers could make a change, uh, make a change with their controlling majority, he said. The persecution on Wednesday revealed that Luke liking fight 
ex-chief uh, ex officer of Power for Democracy, was also considered a quote-unquote co-conspirator in the current case, even though he was never arrested or prosecuted, which makes no sense at all. Lai's name should be concluded in an indictment, said Judge Alex Lee, one of the three designated national security judges presiding over the case. He later said prosecutors should at least provide a list of individuals whom they had identified as co-conspirators despite not being charged. It was undesirable that the defense does not know whose acts or declarations may be used against their clients, Lee said, and that the prosecution should be should have a clear idea of what evidence they have submitted under the co-conspirator rule compared to when they, compared to when they first opened their case in early February. Prosecutor Jonathan Mann replied by, Mann by replying uh, replied by saying they have already set out the scope of evidence they wish to submit under the co-conspirator rule. A twenty-five in a twenty-five page document last month. The document had mentioned Lai's name, he said. The co-conspirator rule allows for statements made outside court by an by an alleged co-conspirator to be admitted as evidence against all involved. Wednesday relevation uh, re came two days after the prosecution named former Kuantong District Council Chairman Choi Takhom a co-conspirator. He was not amongst the 55 Democrats apprehended in January 2021 in relation to, to the case, with the authorities pressing charges against 47 of them later. The remaining arrestees have not been formally charged. A total of 16 Democrats have been on trial without a jury since early February after they pled not guilty. The remaining 30, 31 defendants, many of whom have been detained for more than two years, will be facing sentence up to life imprisonment when the trial concludes. The trial, which was expected to last for nine days, which is about, I guess, about three months or so, continues on Thursday. Why are they even continuing on this case? And you realize that it's not even that freaking serious. You may think it's that serious in my own, in my own judgment. It's not that serious. Come on. China's economy showing strong momentum, says Premier Li, Li Qiang. Not Li Keqiang. He's already been out. He's already been outgoing. China's economy showing strong momentum despite a challenging global environment, Premier Li Qiang said Thursday. Promising to bolster support for business as the country emerges from strict COVID controls that hammer GDP. Li's speech at the Bao, at the Boao, Boao Forum, a high-profile meeting of China's, of China's southern Hainan Island, was his first in the international conference since being appointed Beijing's number two official in early March. China's econ economic growth shows strong momentum, Li told, um, Li told top politicians and business leaders. Judging from the situation in March, it is better than, than in January and February, he said. Referring to a period when China saw a surge in COVID-19 infections following the lifting of strict pandemic controls. China set an economic growth target of around 5% this month, one of its lowest in decades as it emerges from the strict COVID rule, zero COVID rule. One of China's leaders, Xi Jinping's most trusted allies, Li has warned that the goal will not be easy to achieve. Of course, it's not going to be easy to achieve. They've screwed up already, so you expect it to bounce back even more when they realize they, they are already failing. They failed the first time, maybe it might do the same thing anyway. 
And in his speech Thursday, he said Beijing would focus on preventing financial major financial risk, promising further state support to a private sector still reeling from a regulatory crackdown on the property, te- on the property technology, and private education industries. We will launch a series of new measures to expand market access," he said, without offering details. We will optimize the business. Environment so that state-owned enterprises dare to improve their business, private enterprises dare to venture into it, and foreign companies dare to invest. Oh yeah, I wish they would have drawn out that country for a long time ago. China will continue to prevent major risks. He continued, saying Beijing would firmly hold the bottom line against systematic risk to economic stability. These comments. Came in the face of international international banking sector worries and rising concerns about debt fueled development programs favored by China's local government. The premier also reiterated Beijing's calls to avoid what it call, calls a new Cold War and to protect protectionism. protectionism. China has been, a vo- has been vocal against Western sanctions on traditional allies, including Russia, North Korea, and Iran. We insist on revolve, re, uh, resolving differences and disputes between countries through peaceful means and jointly safeguard world peace and tranquility," he said. How about the threats against Taiwan? I'm pretty sure that's going to be anything. <laughs> right? I'm pretty sure that's going to do anything, right? According to state news agency Xinhua, Leo Wednesday met, interna- met International Monetary Fund's head, Kristalina Jadeeva, during the forum, which has pitched itself as Asia's answer um, to the World Economic Forum, the WEF, annual gathering of global leaders in Davos. Also attending are Spanish Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez, um, Malaysian Prime Minister Anwar, Anwar Abraham, and Singapore's leader Lee Sin Long, the son of um, Lee Kuan Yew. So for me, it's no surprise that they're doing this anyway. It's not surprising that they screw up hard anyway. <laughs> Ukraine's determining factor in China's EU ties, European Commission chief says. EU chief Ursula von der Leyen warned China on Thursday its approach to Russia's war in Ukraine would determine ties, but said Europe was not looking to decouple from Beijing. Of course, they're scared to even decouple anyway. The European Commission head will accompany French President Emmanuel Macron to Beijing next week as EU leaders reach out to China Xi Jinping. The visit and another by Prime Minister by Spanish Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez starting Thursday comes after after she staged a show of solidarity with Russian with Russian um, President Vladimir Putin in Moscow last week. Far from being put off by the atrocious and illegal invasion of Ukraine, President Xi is maintaining his no-limits friendship with Putin's Russia, von Leyen said during a speech. China has tried to position itself as a neutral mediator and pitch what it describes as a, as a plan to help end the fight. But it has refused to condemn Moscow's war and there have been warnings from the West against any potential moves to send Russian arms. <laughs> Ronda Leyen said it 
said any viable <coughs> plan, uh, peace plan need to be on Ukraine's terms and should not and should not consolidate the Kremlin's grip over territories it has seized. We have to be frank on this point. How China continues to interact with Putin's war will be a determining factor for EU's-China relations going forward, she said. The EU is seeking to define its own approach to Beijing as the United States pushes its European allies to join its tougher stand against China. Larger economic powers in Europe, such as, such as France and Germany, are keen not to sever business ties, while more hawkish Eastern members are pushing a stronger line. Von der Leyen said it was clear China under Xi was becoming more repressive at home and more assertive abroad. Beijing's clear goals is a systematic change of the international order with China as center, she said. But she insisted it is um, um, vitally important that we ensure diplomatic stability and open communication lines with China. Like, if that's gonna, like, we're gonna trust them or anything about that. I believe it's neither viable nor in Europe's interest to decouple from China. She said we do not want to cut economic, societal, political, and scientific ties. I don't even trust them with anything. The head of the EU's executive arms stressed that we will never be shy in raising the deeply concerned issues with Beijing. But I believe we must leave space for a discussion on a more um, ambitious partnership and on how we can make a competition fairer and more disciplined, she said. Von der Leyen um, said that on trade. The EU was looking to rebalance its relationship on the basis of transparency, predictability, and reciprocity. That, inclu- that included re- reassessing a landmark investments agreement that has remained stuck due to standoff over human rights sanctions. The EU is already looking to lessen its reliance on China for key minim- minerals such as lithium needed for greener technology. Von Leyen said the bloc was mewing the need for new defensive tools and sensitive sectors such as artificial intelligence or AI, quantum computing, and robotics. The EU executive will put forward later in the year initial ideas on possible curves on investments in China that could help um, bolster China's military might, she said. We need to ensure that our company's, ca- uh, company's capitals, expertise, and knowledge are not are not used to enhance the military and intelligence capability of those who are systematic rivals. She said, "Then why do we rely on them anyway? I don't rely. I don't want anybody to rely on China every single dang time. Why are we focusing so much on them when we have problems at home that we haven't even fixed yet? I'm serious." They haven't fixed the darn problems. If they fix it, maybe it might solve some problems or something. It might fix something. It won't fix everything, but at least it might try to, you know, might try to find some ways that they can try to overreach the tool, overreach what their powers are, without even the knowledge of the international, with the international community saying, whoa, whoa, stop there. We can't go too far like that. Now your economy, I don't care if you if. Your economy is doing something, I don't care. That's your problem, not my problem. That's your thing. Right? I'm not I'm not gonna deal with that. 
So that's you, you and your own, right? Economy is fine. I can, I can, you know, observe that. I can check on that. You know, because because that's how it is. Economy, they're, they're, that's them. They they look at their thing. I don't mind about that, right? But when it comes to them using their powers, it's not gonna do much. Hong Kong's court denies bail to women's charge under sedition law over social media posts. A Hong Kong woman charged under the sedition law over social media posts had been reprimanded in custody over be- after being denied bail. Daoiwa, who was arrested on Tuesday afternoon, appeared at West Kowloon Magistrate's Court on Thursday morning. The 48-year-old homemaker stands accused of doing an act or acts with sedition uh, with seditious intention. Linked to the post on Facebook and Twitter, she was said to have intended to bring into hatred or contempt or to excite disaffection against the Hong Kong and central governments, incite violence and counsel disobedience to law amongst her intentions, according to the charge sheet. Local media outlets reported that the contest included the popular pro- 2019 protest slogan Liberate Hong Kong, Liberate Hong Kong Revolution of Our Times and, and pro-independence chants as well as an image of the Hong Kong black and white known as the Black Bonnier flag. Among the post was also reportedly a re- reference to the protest song Glory to Hong Kong as the city's national anthem. <laughs> Officers seized electronic devices at home and were and that were suspected to have been used to post the messages after her arrest. The judge, Victor So, rejected her application for bail and adjourned the case to April 27th. So, thank you, you guys. You guys have done a great job arresting people for just posting something that's an opinion. Aren't you aren't, aren't allowed to post any of those opinions? According to them, no. We shouldn't be posting about opinions. We shouldn't post about any opinions. We shouldn't post about anything about anybody's voices or anything like that. Taiwan's ex-president, Mai Ying-jeou, calls for Beijing's changes during China's visit. Taiwan's ex-president, Mai Ying-jeou, on Thursday, calls for maintaining exchanges with China as he met with Beijing's with a Beijing officials during a historic mainland visit, a trip Taiwan's ruling party have called regrettable. Ma's visit is the first trip to the mainland by a former or current leader or president of Taiwan in over seven decades. China claims the democratic island as part of its territory to be taken one day, and under its one China principle, no country may maintain official ties with both Beijing and Taipei. Taiwan's president, Tsai Ing-wen, arrived in New York Wednesday for a 10-day overseas trip that has triggered threats of reprisals by China if she meets, if she meets with U.S. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and U.S. warnings for, and US warnings for Beijing not to re- overreact. Taiwan also will also travel to Guatemala and Belize to shore up ties with those diplomatic allies. The visit comes days after Honduras, one of Taiwan's few remaining official partners, cut off diplomatic ties and established relations with Beijing. People on both sides of the street belong to the same Chinese nations and are descendants of the Chinese people. I mean, I, here's a history lesson. Maybe it's true. Not nah, every. It's it Ma saying a statement Thursday. Here's the truth here. Taiwan used to not be really under Chinese control at all. At the time, 
they used to be controlled by many other countries like the Spanish, the Dutch, and the Japanese. Right? And they were indigenous people that live in that place. Though not many people, they have their own cultures, their own languages, and their own customs. Until when, when the when the KMT fled to Taiwan, they established their own military rule and established their own ways of making, uh, making people speaking Chinese. So obviously, it was not really a Chinese thing, but most, but mostly, every some people, mostly the KMT, still insist that they have Chinese roots, and I'm not lie, they do. And you, in fact, they want to fight back the mainland. I don't know why they abandoned that decision. They should have done that a long time ago. So that way Taiwan can fight. So that way China can finally live under the Democratic Republic of China, Zhongguo, instead of living in the People's Republic of China, which is communist. Two sides of the Taiwan Strait must ex- maintain exchanges, work together, do everything possible to avoid wars and conflict, and strive to revitalize t- China. <laughs> I don't even know if I can trust them if we think about that. The 72 year old uh, former K- the Kuomintang, the Kuomintang party leader met with Song Tao, head of the China's Taiwan Affairs Office, asking, asking the official to convey his greetings to Chinese leader Xi Jinping. Mao saw the dramatic improvements and cross strait ties during his 2008 and 2016 rule or his administration, which accumulated in a 2015 summit between him. And she in Singapore. Tai's Democratic Progressive Party, the DPP, have been more, more, uh, have been far more wary of developing closer ties with Beijing. We should be, um, should be more united. But it's regrettable that the KMT stands with the Chinese Communists, and ex-president Ma disregards the public disapproval to visit China at this moment. The party said in a statement Monday. The ta- Taiwan will hold a presidential election next year, but the KMT and, D- and DPP, the main contenders for this position. My visits to the mainland include stops at, in Shanghai, which is where when the communists was killed, Nanjing, the former capital, Wuhan, some capitals as well, Chongqing, when the cap- when those capitals was actually under their control before Japan bombed it, Changsha, one of the um, little small um, stops that that China stopped a couple stopped the Japanese from coming in. This is what his office said last week. Now I'm not gonna lie, the KMT's rule is this: their thinking is this: is that they want China to be under their control, under the democratically China, which is what they which is what they think. They think themselves as the real legitimate China. The KMT, that's what they think. They want themselves to be a legitimate China. Taiwan is a legitimate China, right? That's what they want. And not only that, they also want, they do want to be unified. They don't say reunified because it's never part of China in the first place. They say they want to be unified. But on one condition, is that China no longer become communist. And that China communist party has to be completely extinct. But they're still waiting to maintain the status quo. Both sides want to maintain the status quo and wait to see what happens. It's predictable, so I have no problem with that. Back to Hong Kong. Hong Kong's 47. Democrats infuriated by Benny's high seditious articles, court hearings, and national security trial. It was arrogant and irresponsible. For Hong Kong's legal scholar Benny Tai, 
one of the 47 pro-democracy figures to prosecute in the city's largest national security case to publish an article that threatened to force the authorities to respond to the 2019 protesters' five demands a local court have heard. Ex-district counselor Andrew Chiu, who, pled, who earlier pled guilty to conspiring to commit subversion, said on Friday that he was inferior by an article written by the co-defendant's tie. Chiu was testifying for the persecution in the landmark trial surrounding an unofficial pro- legislative primary election held in July 2020 before it was complete, before the, the actual legislative council election was being postponed because of COVID. The article, published in April 2020, said that the pro-democracy camp hoped to win more than half the seats in the legislative council and an election scheduled for September that year. If they were successful, they were able to veto the financial budgets. They could trigger a series of events, including the dissolution of the legislature and a government shutdown, Tai wrote. Then an associate law professor at the University of Hong Kong, Tai also mentioned it was a pro-democracy camp tactic to use mutual destruction to force Hong Kong and central authorities to concede to the bribe demands put forth by protesters in 2019, when a mass demonstration erupted over a sense acts execution bill. Five demands were for the government to withdraw the bill, set up an independent inquiry and accusations of excessive forces of police forces, scrap its designation for protesters' riots, release those arrested, implement double universal suffrage for the election council election, and chief executive election, and also force, and also, Carolina to freaking resign. When asked by lead prosecutor Jonathan Mann whether he had read the articles at the time, Chief said he had not. He went on to say that during meetings held by the Democrats in the run-up of the primary election, some expressed appro- support for Tai's for ideas, while, while the traditional pro-democracy parties had their doubts. Chu was accused Tai of publishing the articles before a consensus has reached within the camps. He slammed the pieces of seditious, adding that Tai wrote as he, w- he were a big prophet. I read the articles for the first time just now. Looking at the wording, I was so I am so infuriated. Chiu told a panel of three designated judges presiding the case. Without reaching consensus, Tai acted like the leader of the pro-democracy camp in Hong Kong. He said the Democrats would do this, which was totally arrogant and irresponsible behavior. He added, Chiu was also was um, also the ex-convenient of the defunct political group Power for Democracy, which was said to have facilitated the primaries by helping coordinate participating candidates, recruiting volunteers, and publicizing the polls amongst other roles. The original objectives for the group to coordinate the primaries was to help the pro-democracy camp seize control, seize majority control in the legislature, and use that to reflect public opinions and promote policies that would be beneficial to people's livelihood, Chu said. He and his group would, not, would have not agreed to help organize the primaries if they had read, read Ty's articles carefully, Chu said. It was obvious that Brandon Ty had become, became very restless. Through the Democrats' participation in the election and winning a majority of seats, he aims to counterbalance the leadership of the central and local governments, he said. Friday marked day 37 of a non-jury trial of 16 Demo- democracy advocates who pled not guilty to the charge, and estimate that the trial will be la- for will last for at least forty days, at least ninety days. Sorry, the remaining defendants, some of whom have been detained more than two years, face being sentenced up to life in prison after the trial concludes. She will t- continue to testify as an compliance witnesses against his peers next Monday.
I don't understand because because there's plenty of things that they're going to be using against. Now, we do understand why they do it. It's not because they hate the Democrats. It's because this is a political atmosphere where it became the part where they end up being forced by the government. And they're basically like, there's no way out. This is the only way we can do it. Now, would I say deny it? Maybe. Deny the case because it never happened. Because if it was subversion, it would have been worse. But this is just selecting candidates. Look at third world countries where they select candidates every time. There's no problem with that. I have no problem with selecting candidates. This is the it has to be a de- true democracy. And I don't think using primaries is even a thing of what we call so it's not even close to be called subversions. I don't even think it's subversion at all anyway. If you think about it, it's not even sub- it's not even close to be called subversion. It's not even close to be called anything besides oh we are actually Oh, we're actually um, just selecting candidates that um running for the election. That's all. That's all they're doing. Selecting candidates. They're not actually doing anything crazy. Look at the U.S. They're like, well, we could copy the U.S. It's not. We're not. I'm just saying examples of what would it look like. Selecting party candidates. Now, that's not a political party primaries. This is a pro-democracy camp primary. It means all of them. All of them. All participating in. And the lawyers and everything else will talk more after the break. Welcome back. Hong Kong has ways of dealing with already admitted foreign lawyers, such as denying their visas, lawmakers told. The Hong Kong government plans to vet overseas counsels and national security cases, does not bar measures such as denying visas to handle foreign lawyers already granted admission, the city's lawmakers were told on Friday. The issues of overseas counsel's participation in the city's national security cases arose after media tycoon Jimmy Lai sought to hire King's counsel, Timothy Owen, to represent him in the national security trial, which had been adjourned until September of this year. Lai 75 faces one count of collusion with foreign forces and two counts of conspiracy to collude with foreign forces under the Beijing Post legislation. He has also been charged under the colonial, colonial era sedition law over ele- allegedly seditious publications. The High Court admitted Owen in October last year, despite government's objections. The Court of Appeals and the Court of Final Appeals later rejected three more attempts from the government to bar Owens from handling Lai's case, which is a good job. Following the top court, top court ruling, Chief Executive John Lee invited Beijing to intervene last November, which is stupid. The following months, Sandy, the Sandy Committee of the National People's Congress decided that Lee and Hong Kong's Committee for Safeguarding National Security have a final say on the matter. I don't know why you can't hand- give it to the court when they can't handle everything. Since the NPSC's decisions, the government had proposed amending the law to allow the chief executive to decide whether overseas councils can handle national security cases. And not only that, can also give them too much power on doing that kind of things. I think. Under the government's latest proposal, the review mechanism would require the court to ask the chief executive to review the mission of the overseas council if necessary, such as if a case unrelated to national security matters would deem to involve national security. The Legislative Council Electrical Bills Committee on Legal Practitioners Amendment Bill 2023 met for the first time on Friday, during which representatives from the Department of Justice were asked if the proposed mechanism could be used to review applications that have already been granted. 
Neverland Moy Solicitor General from the Department of Justice told lawmakers on Friday that the proposal would have uh, would not be applied retroactively, meaning that it would not be overturned and would not be overturned. It would not overturn court decisions already made. Pro Beijing lawmakers Priscilla Lung asked if the government's proposal would allow the administration to use other measures to deal with existing cases, to which Moy agreed. My understanding is that the amendments would not rule out the use of, of other measures, such as if we do not grant visas to those deemed unsuitable to enter the city, Lung said. On the first day of Lai's trial last December, it was revealed by senior counsel Robert Pang that Owen's application to extend his work visa had been, had been withheld by the Immigration Department. The King's counsel was not present at the trial. Lai's team has since asked the High Court to rule that the National, Pe- National People's Congress and the Committee's decision would not affect Owen's admission. The High Court ca- will hear the case on April 28th. I don't know how long they're going to be taking. You know, it's, 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 no, it's annoying that this is happening at all anyway. You know, it's crazy that the news anyway. And of course, we knew, we knew that this is already going crazy. And we know, and might as well cover it because this is given to you guys. So we knew automatically, so we knew automatically that Many events have been canceled, many groups have been, I don't know if they're even open, but, but not the Gay Games Hong Gay Games Hong Kong unfazed by potential censorship, organizer says. As Hong Kong prepares to make history as the first place in history to host the Gay Games, and international sporting and cultural events, one of its organizers expressed confidence that censorship will not be an issue in the city. The Games, which were postponed for a year due to COVID-19, will be co-hosted by by Hong Kong and Guadalajara and Mexico from November 3rd to 9th this year. This marks the first time that the Gay Games, which have been going for four, 40 years, will be held in Asia, in both Asia and Latin America. So that's good. I like that. Despite outbursts by various lawmakers, of course, during 2021, Lisa Lam, co-chair and general counsel of the Gay Games Hong Kong, said she was unconcerned about potential protests against the games. Of course, there will be different opinions. But all communica- conversations and communications can be stimulated because of this event. I said while speaking on, on a radio show on Friday morning. Speaking during a press conference about, about the games on Tuesday, Lam said that the, ga- the team was excited to host the game, despite the challenges they faced since winning the hosting bid in 2017. The games had uh, had also received support from various parts, including an international school that offered them venues, the co-chair said. Added. Last year, Hong Kong's Gay Games founder and former leader, Dennis Felicy, announced he was step- that he was stepping down, continue- citing continuing uncertainty over the city's interna- international travel regulations during the COVID-19 pandemic. When asked during her, radi- her radio appearances about censorship in Hong Kong, and whether participants will be allowed to express their own opinions. Now express confidence that censorship would not be an issue. She added that she hoped all part- uh, participants from around the globe could abide by local local laws and respect local cultures. Of course, be- of course, these pro-Beijing are morons, so they're going to say anything otherwise. 
In 2021, pro-Beijing lawmakers Junius Ho and Priscilla Lung lashed out at the government's for supporting the gay games. During a legislative council meeting that June, Ho said Hong Kong did not want the event during money. I don't even know what that means. Anyway, I don't even know what that means. The organizers expected it would track $1 billion worth of revenue to the cities, adding that he worried it might lead to legalizing same-sex marriage in the future. There ain't any. Like, if you're going to vote on it, whatever. Lung said at the same meeting that the gay games might divide society and doubts whether the government would impart the same effort to promote heterosexual monogamy. This is up to you guys. What do you think? A study, a 2018 study shows that most Hong Kongers support same-sex marriage by 2020 opposition to to LGBTQ plus rights have reached a record low. 60% of survey respondents that they agreed there should be a legal safeguard against discrimination based on sexual orientation in Hong Kong. And I don't and I don't, I don't hate, I don't, I'm not against it. Regarding uh, controversies relating to, related to the gay games, Lung said the event was open to everyone, not just a particular group of people, and expressed hope that it would promote dialogue between people with different opinions. I, myself, I'm not gay, but I support the LGBT community. You know, not religious-wise, but my principle, I support them, because they're humans. I'm different about that. The seven-day event will include a range of sporting events, as well as a arts and cultural pro- programs, such as concerts featuring locals and international artists, exhibits, exhibitions, and a festival village. The diverse programs aims to <clears throat> to celebrate the richness of LGBTQ plus culture, the organizers said. The Hong Kong edition will also feature new sporting events including Mahjong and Dragon Boat competition. All events except for the Mahjong competitions have found their venues mostly in private locations. This is Hong Kong's time, especially as we emerge from the, from the pandemic by celebrating diversity, love, and inclusivity. Inclusivity. Gay, um, gay games will help show the world the, world the liveliness and vibrance, uh, vibrancy of Hong Kong this November. I love that. Lam said during Tuesday press conference. The total economic impact on Paris, the host of the last gay games in 2017, of this global event was over 100 million euros, according to the Federation of Gay Games. Now, was that able to make any big problem? I don't think so. I can't, I really love it, actually. I have no problem with it. I hope that and maybe in the future that they might continue this game, and I like it. <laughs> I'm hoping that that will happen. I'm hoping there's you know, a few more that's co- going on. Because if there's not anymore, what else can we say? I really want more, of course. And before we go to stand news, we're going to go talk about Taiwan. Right? We're, why not, right? Because this, this is something we got to talk about. Because otherwise, we'll, we're not going to be able to do anything about it. Right? So, Taiwan's Taiwan visit U.S. as China's threatened reprisals. I wonder what the price was. Crying. Taiwan's President Tsai Ing-wen arrived in New York Wednesday for a visit that has triggered threats of reprisal by China. And she met with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and U.S. warns probation not to overreact. This is our affairs, not yours. She didn't intervene in. Taiwan is stopping, is stopping over in the United States en route to Central America, where she will meet with leaders of Guatemala 
and Belize to shore to shore up ties with those diplomatic allies. On her way back to Taiwan, she would stop in California, where McCarthy has said he would meet her. China claims the Democratic Island as part of its territory and to be taken one day, and under its One China principle, no country may maintain official ties with both Beijing and Taipei. Beijing warned Wednesday that it would it had vehemently opposed to any meetings between Tsai and McCarthy and vowed to take resolute measures to fight back if it goes ahead. The United States responded by saying China should not use Tsai's stopover as a pretext to act aggressively around the Taiwan Strait. Tsai has see, was seen around around by at her hotel in New York with dozens of pro Beijing demonstrators. Yes, demonstrators, pro-Beijing demonstrators waving China red flags and gather um, boisterously while nearby by a similarly sized group of pro-Taiwan people cheered and waved their banners and the U.S. Stars and Stripes. Both sides have it, of course. Xu Shui Yuan, the charge affairs of affairs uh, at the Chinese Embassy in Washington, says she had spoken directly to U.S. officials numerous times and warned them that Tsai's trip would violate China's core interests. What court interests? I don't even know what they're talking about. We urge the U.S. side not to repeat playing with fire on Taiwan's question, she told reports, alluding amongst, uh, amongst other things to last year's visit to, the, to Taiwan by then U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Tai's trip follows Honduras' decision this month to open diplomatic relations with Beijing, leaving Belize and Guatemala amongst just 13 countries. That have that have official ties with Ta- Ta- Taipei. After vis after first visit visiting New York, Tai will meet her Guatemalan counterpart Alejandro Gamate and Belize Prime Minister John Bracino in their respective countries. Her office said she would then stop in Los Angeles on her way home. That's great. McCarthy has said he will meet and meet Tai Ta in his home state, which is in Bakersfield. Although the talks are yet to be confirmed by the Taiwanese authorities, Pelosi's visit triggered by an angry response from Beijing, with the military, with the military, uh, Chinese military, conducting conducting drills at an unprecedented scale around the island. Analysts said the U.S. stopover comes at a key time, with Beijing's ha- having ramped up military, economic, and diplomatic pressure on Taiwan since Tsai came to power in 2016, snagging nine of its nine. Snagging nine of its diplomatic allies. Beijing's uh, attempt to poach Taiwan's diplomatic partners will lead to Taiwan's developing closer ties with the United States, said James Lee, a researcher on U.S. Taiwan's relations at Academia Sinica. The United States remains Taiwan's most important ally and one of its, and its important arms supplier despite switching its diplomatic recognition to Beijing in 1979. The loss of official relations with the third country will be an offset by deepening up Taiwan's unofficial relations, Lee said. Recent visits by a by a te, a chat delegations and a German minister were met with rebukes from Beijing. One of Tsai's most prominent domestic opin- opponents, ex-president Ma Ying-jeou, was in China on Wednesday, the first such trip by a former Taiwanese president. China has increased investments in Latin America, a key diplomatic 
battleground between Taipei and Beijing since the two sides split in 1949 after the Civil War. Taiwan accused China up on Sunday of using coercion and intimidation to lure away its allies after Honduran, um, Honduran Foreign Minister Enrique Reina and his Chinese counterpart Chang Gan official, officially launched relations in Beijing. During the meeting, Qing and a formally invited Honduras President Xiomara Castro to visit China at an early date. Hon- the Honduran Foreign Ministry confirmed in a tweet Wednesday that Castro would, su- would soon make an official trip to China with an eye toward a signing an auspicious agreement between the two countries. One of the poorest nations in the region, Honduras made a flip from Taiwan to Beijing out of an economic necessity, Reinhardt said earlier. The move continued a trend in Latin America, when Nicaragua, El Salvador, Panama, the Dominican Republic, and, Co- and Costa Rica all switched into diplomatic recognition to Beijing in recent years. In addition to Guatemala and Belize, P- Taiwan will still has still has official ties with a handful of countries in Latin America and the Caribbean, including Paraguay and Haiti. So that's great. Even though Haiti's in right now it's in the massive problem, but hopefully they you know they can try to resolve that. Before we go into stand news. Hong Kong men jailed for two years and eight months over arson attack on cheap second home in 2021. A man who pled guilty to throwing flammable objects at the official residence of Hong Kong's cheap second, Hong Kong's cheap second home in 2021, had been sentenced to two years and eight months in prison. Wang Chunying, 25 years old, appeared in front of Judge Frankie Yu for sentencing at district court on fr- Friday morning. He pleaded guilty earlier this month to, destroy, to destroying or damaging Hong Kong's government property by fire at the chief executive residence on July 1st, 2021, the anniversary of Hong Kong's Hanover from, UK, from the UK to China. At around 1.30 a.m. that day, Wong threw gas tanks, white oil cans, and other flammable objects at the at government's house, the chief executive residence, which caused some vegetation about 50 meters away from the, from the building to catch fire. Wong was arrested the following day, and police found a notebook at, the, at his home containing the names and personal data of 25 officials, lawmakers, pro establishment camp supporters, and their families, and then, including then-Chief Executive Carrie Lam. In mitigation, defense barrister Catherine, Catherine Wong urged the court to, get, to consider a life sentence as the defense did not target anyone, adding that it would last for a short it, it lasts for a short time, and only affected a small area that was a distance from the government's house building and any people. Signed the defense background and psychological report, the lawyer sa- said he has always wanted to join the fire service department, but was unable to do so because of a spinal condition. He also recently lost his job at a new shop because of, COVID-19, of the COVID-19 pandemic. She said the defense was remorseful and recognized that he had dealt with the employment issues immaturely. Wrongfully blamed the problems on other people, including the government, and venting his grievances incorrectly. His act was one one-off incident and unrelated to other social events at the time. The defense said, "When handing down the sentence, Judge Yu said the arson was a very serious offense, and the court must consider the effect of deterrence." He said the fact that the defense have acted in a plan with a plan and a target, respecting the surroundings of government house, days ahead, and marking down the positions of security cameras, police posts, and other information, added to the severity of the offense. The judge 
Sahat also considered that the offense took place on the anniversary of the establishment of the Hong Kong Special Administrative Region, and that many flammable objects have been ignited, causing multiple explosions. Additionally, you said the area had plenty of plants, and it would have been easy for the blaze to spread. Judge Yu said the offense committed by the defendants warranted up to five years of imprisonment, but decided to reduce the starting point and sentence to four years after considering the mitigation factors. As the defendants pled guilty, he received one third sentencing discount and was ultimately jailed for 32 months. After the hearing ended, you urged Wong Chunying not to vent his negative, uh, his negative feelings that other people get. You can chat with your family or talk with, to other people when you are out. Please work hard and make a fresh start, he said. So that's good that the judge is giving that. Unless you're probation who basically just said, you do that again, we will, we will do something worse on you. Or something, some, some BS like that. Standing right. sedition trial defense submits more radical op-ed published by Beijing-backed media as evidence. How many stuff they can they can they even put out anyway? During re-examination of one of one of Stan News former top editor, the defense has set out set about trying to counter the persecution case, presenting a radical op-ed as published by a Beijing-backed newspaper as evidence that commentaries need not to contain both sides. Defense counsel Audrey Yu on Thursday continued re- her re-examination of Chum Pui Kun. Former editor, editor in chief of the show to Hong Kong Independent News Media Outlet, whose testimony began in January and have been have been on a witness stand for more than three days. Chum Pui Kun, former acting editor in chief Patrick of uh, Patrick Lamb and the Atlas parent company Best Pencils, stand accused of conspiring to publish seditious publications. Seventeen articles have been submitted as evidence during the examinations. You summarized the prosecution's main arguments, calling it three st- instances of negligence, namely suggesting that the outlets had, had neglected the social circumstances, the emotional, me, emotionally unstable, and the immature when publishing the 17 allegedly seditious articles in question. In previous hearings, lead, lead prosecutor Lauren mm, said, said Stan News had turned from a news outlet to a political platform with the publication of those 17 articles, from July 2020 to December 2021. It was a time when the risk of terrorism was still present in the city, and said that the articles may have fueled radical sentiments. In response to the claim, the Defense Council cited public speeches by various top officials, including Chief Executive John Lee and the former leader of Beijing's liaison office in, in the city, which suggested that Hong Kong had to return to prosperity after the implementation of the national security law. Persecutor told us that terrorism was blossoming when you were publishing articles, but I think we better listen to what the officials said. You said she added that the terrorism threat level of Hong Kong remained appropriate, according to a statement released by Security Chief Chris Top. Kum agreed with you, saying that the numbers of social movement had declined drastically in that period. I don't think any sign that terrorism was blossoming. He said. You then moved on to another argument. By the prosecution, which suggests that all commentaries should include complete context in order to prevent potentially vulnerable people, such as those who are immature and emotionally unstable, from being misled. Prosecutor also said commentaries should provide balance or counter suggestions after criticizing their authorities. You cited the sedition law under which Chum has been charged. 
arguing that I did not specify offering counter-suggestions in the face of criticism. She did submit several op-eds published by other news platforms to the court, including those from state-backed newspaper Taekwon Powell and One Way Poll. One editorial published by, uh, by Taekwon Powell criticized judges for betting rioters and publicizing the judiciary, saying it had given up on professionalism. You asked Chum, do you think this is still a commentary? Yes, it is. This is a type of commentary that denounces others having um, has already exists has always existed in Hong Kong. Some people liked it, some don't. But it's a product of freedom of speech in the city, Chum said. <laughs> the veteran journalist added that since state media was an extension of public power, the freedom of speech enjoyed by the powerless should not be less than that enjoyed by such publications. However, the reality was that independent media was often restricted by red lines, he said. Do you think this op-ed is more radical than any articles ever published by Stan News, you ask? I think so, the former chief, ed- chief editor said. You then conclude that simply writing about anti-communism should not be equivalent to endangering national security, and that the persecution should el- um, el- um, evaluate whether the articles can cons- uh, situated real risk. The senior counsel then cited the former Secretary for Justice, saying one needs to look at the whole context when interpreting the ordinance. That being said, the persecutor cannot say that we hate the Communist Party just because we mention anti-communism. We need to look at whether the article has violated the sedition law as a whole, while considering the ordinance which secures freedom of speech, too, you said. The trial will continue on Friday. This is the, the point where, um, at least how smart as uh, you said, I do appreciate what she says, you know. At least I'm happy that she, what she said is true. Is it really that crazy, though? Is it? Like, is it? I don't think so. And honest, honest truth, is it really? No. Because if it, it was, it would have been crazy, but this is not. Because at the same time, they have their own opinions. And it should, but at the same time, most of these articles are considered to be, I guess we should say, um, crazy in other ways. Whatever, whatever, whatever the Beijing government says, whatever they said, you know, this is what, this is what they said all the time. And, of course, um, if we write our own articles, we have the right to criticize at the government as much as we want. Now, should we say, like, oh, we should do blah, blah, blah on the government? No, I don't think so. But at the same time, they have the rights to say it um, on their own accordance. That's their rights. They have the choice, right? They have a choice to say what they want to say. That's their that's their rights. They have freedom. That's what they want to do. So I have no problem with that. I'm hoping that everyone can have a chance to write their own op-ed articles. Doesn't matter what you doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter if it's true. If it's your opinion to express your own expressions, of course. And also, that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in, guys. If you guys enjoy this podcast, make sure you tune in every Monday and Friday for a very good podcast. And of course, state is coming up pretty soon, so I'm pretty excited about that. So, I hope you guys can join in. Make sure you get your stuff packed in so we can be ready. And that's it for today. We'll talk more next time. This is Team Cam on my video signing out. Hope you guys have a great weekend. <laughs> It's on on every Monday and every Friday.
and host my radio. Welcome to the show. Thank you.